Hello and welcome to 40 Shades of Football, everyone's absolute favourite K-League podcast. We've got a packed agenda tonight. What we're talking K-League, ACL, international squads, maybe some baseball. It's all in there. Scandal. Can we not do it in national squads? Can we not do it in national squads, please? Only because you don't know any of the players. I don't know anything. I don't know nothing about it at all. Young Kieran's been recalled for the first time since. Right, I'll be in the bathroom when you guys do the, the, the so national. From the first time since he was young. Since he was. <laughs> since he was under thirty. Tried to replay. In any case, we had a wee bit of music there from Arcella. Just for the Songnam fans, or is it for the John Book fans? Either like, way, it was a bit of a surprise at the weekend. Definitely I thought it was because you confessed your love to me on Friday night. Well, I was just going to come on to that, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yes, I'm joined tonight by my, my usual suspects. I've got Paul here, and normally I do just slag him off and say something nasty about FC Soul tonight, but he did introduce me to Martin Rennie and Brian Irvin on Friday night, so he's my best mate now. Nothing but love for him. It's all going to be uh, just a love-in from here on in. I'm even promised to go to an FC Soul game and sit in the FC Soul section. Is it your hand? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that sexual harassment that you've been giving me all weekend. It's, it's, it's been like, honestly, it's like, it's like having to throw water on the Facebook chat. <laughs> just separate the two of you. It's been ridiculous. I, I feel I should warn you that your conversation's being recorded and it may be easy against you in a court of law. <laughs> If you uh, keep maintaining this hostile work environment. Paul, when was the last time you worked? It's the equivalent of having me talk about virginity. Well, quite surprised to see you here this week, actually, because in, in uh, advance of last week's ACL preview, we agreed to uh, sacrifice a virgin to the gods in the hope that more Korean teams would get through. And you were the nominated virgin. Obviously, the, the poison didn't work. <laughs> Obviously, you lied about being virgin. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Shh, my father. Yes, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> don't bring your father into this. There's enough priests in trouble. <laughs> Anyway, I think congratulations in order to Mark. He's obviously lost his virginity in between recording the podcast and me getting up on the website. So well, You were getting it up on the website. <laughs> That's how he's lost his virginity then. <laughs> that was the website, Chief. <laughs> and he's got a dent in his head as well. Yes. I'm not sure which head he was talking about. But <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, Paul, for that amazing introduction that was so equally I've been appointed towards Stephen as well. Oh, and, I was uh, expecting to introduce Had we actually followed what we should have done and ended up around. Um, also, uh, yeah, I'm obviously joined as well by Stevie. Uh, Stevie, uh, for all of you who don't know, has a penchant for falling asleep on subways. <laughs> Subway station. Uh, subway station, sorry. Um, it's that Steve annoying line six which does a loop and then goes all the way back into town, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> but uh, so if you ever do see him, guys, please like uh, give him a shake. He he is the guy with two so Eland scarfs, one in his arm for whatever reason he does that. I have no idea. I've only got one now. Jamie took one off me. And never, gave one off you? never gave it me back. Has to be said, Jamie seriously get a grip. Eland a shit. Follow us <laughs> on him. Uh, but yeah. Thanks, Stevie, for, for, for making it here on the subway in one piece tonight. I've still got to get home yet, so let's not count my chickens just yet. Is that why you've been taking the bus back recently? <laughs> I think I'd have been quicker walking back, to be honest, on Saturday night. What, what, what actually did happen on Saturday night? Uh, it was kind of like ale night all over again. But you were paying per glass this but time. I was, <laughs> yeah, but this time I, was, I don't have any excuse of getting the beer for free. But no, I think there's, a, there's enough footage of me on all over the internet to kind of describe what happened on, on Wednesday night. 
I think face, Facebook on uh, on Wednesday night, on Saturday night, uh, Facebook on Sunday morning was basically a collection of people going, who is that weird foreigner that was doing all the singing? And then another half people going, oh yeah, that's Stephen, he's great. <laughs> and then somebody else going, why did he keep swearing so much? <laughs> there was children there. <laughs> there was about 150 Facebook messages basically repeating that theme <laughs> on Sunday morning, which I woke up to in a subway station. <laughs> I guess we should move on before this just degenerates into an hour of us slagging each other and everybody else we can think of off. Should we move on and actually talk about the games at the weekend? Did anybody see any football? Nah. I went to a game, I didn't see much football. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. Actually, yeah, I did. You'd have got a song down though, Mark, right? So we'll talk about that one later because I guess it's actually worth talking about. What else did you see? Uh, on Saturday, I watched uh, Pohang versus Dejan on my, on my PC when I was supposed to be working. Um, which is why this is probably the last podcast in my office. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, we say that every week. Though, <laughs> why does no one fire me? Do you know what I mean? It's like it's not that long. Is, who's <laughs> going to get sacked first? You or the Busan coach? <laughs> That's a, it's a close run thing, by the way. It's a close run thing. Um, like I watched a fan of saying Mark out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I watched yeah, I watched Bond v Dejan, which was like. Up until, well, at that point was one of the most one-sided 2-1 uh, games I've ever seen. Obviously, Sunday was more one-sided, but anyway. Uh, how Dejan took the lead, I have no idea. They Pohang pounded him. But the, um, the, their new manager, was that was his first game, wasn't it? Was he was he in charge? Do you know what? I don't know if he actually was in charge. I didn't actually see... Did anything look any... I mean, they didn't have Adriano for this one, did they? He was, he was not there. No, he wasn't there, no. So... Uh, um, they managed to score without Adriano, so which is pretty, <laughs> things are turning around. It's the first game, it's the first time ever, yeah. Um, is I that mean, a they, tactical thing, or uh, we, d- we don't know? He was uh, injured or suspended. Okay, but it was like I mean, Pohang I get all my days on information from reading Liam Burgess posts on Facebook. No, so. I believe that. Then, eh? <laughs> uh, I mean, they Pohang. The only other thing I know is that they cancelled the supporters' bus to go to the game because only five people had booked up for it. Yeah, they, I mean, Pong pounded them from like kick off to the end. Uh, it was a bit of a surprise that they were actually one 0 down at any point. Uh, but then, yeah, they kind of pulled it back. Uh, Pong, it was right, off. right at the death, wasn't it? Mm. Pong scored. Yeah, they, they brought Patterson Ho on in like fifty-five minutes, and he was the one who got the. Silla was nearly singing. Was, she was, she, she was, was almost. She singing. was warmed up. She, she was, was ready myself. to go, and then. But yeah, great. I mean, great victory for Pohang. Great. Determination, steel, whatever you want to call it. I suppose they only found 6,000 at that game. 5,700. 5, Pathetic. It's a pretty small crowd. Yeah, you can imagine Pohang. half of them were Marines as well who were forced to go there. Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty bad. And the tendencies all round this weekend weren't that impressive, but 5,500 at Pohang. Apart from one place, but yeah. Yeah, 5,500 at Pohang is not, not very good at all. Um, but I guess we should move on. Kwangju beat Jeju. It was a penalty. They actually scored at this time. I guess there was no spot tampering going on. Yes, that's what she said. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I didn't see that. That was on at the same time as the Pohang game, so uh, like Africa TV only allows you to watch one game. Uh, so I chose the Pohang game. Um, yeah, no, they got a penalty really early on, and then Jeju didn't do very much. But again, only 3,000 at the game. It's yeah, 3,000 at the game. Top league match, it's not very impressive. I mean, it kind of like really makes Jeju's. I mean, any hope, I think any hope of Jeju now. Well, you you were almost convinced for the first half of a sentence last week that Jeju might 
pose a title challenge. <laughs> Almost, yeah, but they, <laughs> they, they, they may officially write off JJ's title here. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we, we can probably officially write off their uh, ACL hopes as well, because they will actually implode. Uh, like, their bottle always crashes, and it will crash again. Maybe it's crashed already. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like a five-minute penalty, and they were unable to put it back. Alright, yeah. Moving on. Paul, you've been quiet, so you can give us your insight in Chanam 3, Busan 1. Uh, not a good result for Busan. <laughs> not unexpected either, so... I mean, I can't sure remember. Sure you a Busan win last week. Could have sworn that. They said right. Busan were good away from home and they would, they would pump Chanam 5-0. <laughs> I think, uh, what's-his-face, Steve-O got his first, first goal of the season, or... He's not been as prolific as he might have hoped. It wasn't his first, but he got a penalty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sort of penalty yeah. He was like their main thrust in the early part of last season, right? He, he kept them sort of towards the top of the league, and then when his form dropped off... Yeah, he's not, he's not been the same this season. He's been, yeah, he's been cool. very quiet this season. I, mean, yeah. I don't know if he's been setting them up or not, but... So they got three goals with him, and the, their other foreigner, the Croatian Osage, guy, yeah, Osage, got defender. Yeah. So. I mean, it does put him in the top six. Um, keeps Poussin at the bottom or sorry second bottom only Dejan saving them from the the, the kind of um, the nightmare of being bottom uh, but John Am I guess they're inconsistent aren't they yeah they're so inconsistent they, they will not be in the top six come the split absolutely no chance I think there will only be three teams in the top six come the split the way things are going there <laughs> <laughs> will be one team <laughs> The way, the way it's going at the moment, that last round could be really exciting, right? With like ten teams all fighting to get in the top split. Well, yeah, the way the way it is right now is what, what is it? It's, there's three points between Pohang and third and, and Seoul and tenth. Yeah, it's ridiculously close at the minute, apart from apart from the top and bottom. But we said this last week as well, didn't we? It's, it's not it's not a very exciting league in terms of the the prizes or the whatever it is wooden spoon, but the rest of it's very tight. Talking about not very exciting league. You were at a game, Paul. <laughs> yeah, well, I sat through 90 minutes of turgid football. Uh, Ulsan didn't really do anything at all. No, but you could have predicted it because we did, we did have a chat with a good friend of the podcast, Martin Rennie, on Friday, and he said he might go to the game. And, and every time goes. he goes to Sangam, it's a 0-0 no. no, no draw. Yeah. So uh, I think I actually changed my prediction on the forum yeah. on Saturday morning to say 0-0. No, no, it's got to be 0-0. No, no. Yeah, and yet again, even if he was, even if he wasn't there, just the fact that he said he might go was enough to make it a nil-nil. Yeah, Pak Jiang hit a lovely free kick which cannot off the bar, and a couple of centimetres lower it would have been a goal. Uh, apart from that, I think Seoul had one other decent chance, but it was just two teams bereft of ideas. And yeah, how did Ulsan look? Because it, I mean, they were quite good when they played you at home at the start of the season. I noticed the Wookie was—he only got five minutes at the end. Yeah. That's why I started getting worried when they brought him on because he normally does pretty well against yeah, Seoul. Yeah, he's the last time, yeah. I mean, given how bad the Seoul defensive looked when they've had any pressure on them, you'd have thought he would be the man you would want. Was, he, was there any reason for it? Did he look injured? Did he look poor? Or is it just tactic? He had Jeparov and Kinti Wang playing. Uh, you'd have thought that they'd have been able to unlock the Seoul defence. But what I found interesting as well was the fact that Molina didn't come on. Yeah. He didn't get a look in the towel, and Everton wasn't even in the squad. Yeah. Is Everton gone? And then no, he's still around. So you change your goalie again as well. Yeah. So I just I've lost the game, changed the goalie. Is that, is that the way? I've given up trying to explain anything that Che does because it's just 
before long now he's just picking names it's out of the hat I mean the, the goalie thing is very weird he's done this now for a couple of seasons where yeah. he basically just seems to randomly change his keeper based on nothing in particular except we've lost a few games we'll try a different keeper because it's not like it's like one and one it's like one guy will play two or three games and then the other guy will play yeah. two games and the other guy will play one game and then the other guy will play three games it's like there's no discernible pattern as far as I can yeah, tell yeah because I mean he's done it's okay right Kim Young Day is going to play in the ECL and this guy you is going to play in the league or whatever but it's not it's just yeah. every now and again he seems to get tired well we've lost two games in a row yeah. I'm going to change the keeper yeah and I mean to be honest it's not been it's not really been Kim Young Day's fault that you've lost so many goals it's been the fact that there's been nothing in front of him yeah. isn't you the one who was the penalty Specialist, specialist yeah. yeah. Did he think all time we're going to get a penalty? Looking at our defence, a good chance we'll give away a penalty here. I'll put the penalty specialist in. I mean, a couple of years ago, Kim Young Day had a, a nightmare for like a few weeks, where he just pay, basically punching the goal yeah. into his own net and letting easy saves go in. But last two years, he's been really solid, and this year again, I, I can't fault his performance. I don't think Kim Young Day is a particularly great keeper. I don't know if, if Weka is listening; he'll probably be cursing at the cursing at his computer right now, but. He's, he's, a, he's a fairly average keeper, but I can't think of anything in the last few games that makes me think he deserves to be dropped. Well, it's maybe just, yeah, again, we've lost a few goals, so we'll, we'll yeah. try somebody else and see if it makes any difference. But I think I is starting to lose the plot a bit. His, his, his team selections are getting more and more random. Something else I would like to ask, but I wasn't there. But what was, who was the captain? Cha. So even though Osman was on the pitch, Cha was the captain. Okay. Cha that I heard he's the official team captain now. He's been the official yeah. team captain now. So they took it off Kim Young. They gave it to Kim Young Jin for like a month, and then. But then they gave it to Osman after that, yeah. Only when Cha wasn't playing. I think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because Osman was captain against Evergrande or something. Yeah, he was yeah. captain for a match. I, I think if Cha's Cha's like the the club captain now. Okay. Okay. I see. Okay, so moving on then, I guess before we get into the the big one at Songnam, Incheon got one each draw with Suwon. Yep. As predicted by us. As predicted by whoever it was that predicted kind of, that. The kind of game where if both teams could lose, it would be fantastic. Um, like, uh, how many how many draws is that in Sean I've got now? It'll be some draw, but again, I think they've played 12, drawn 15 the last time I lose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thing about Incheon is that they are, they are pulling the fans in. But whatever they're doing is working. There's another 10,000 there against... I mean, OK, Suwon's always a big draw anyway. Uh, for Incheon because there's this crazy when you mean they're pulling the fans in do you literally mean there's guys outside threatening you yeah, saying yeah, you have I mean, to go in if you don't yeah, want to kick in it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> done there with big metal bars like. they dress up as seagulls as well uh, or hawks is it sorry there are 10,000 there might have been 8,000 so fans there for all yeah. we know but I mean um, yeah I mean one each so one took the lead uh, Incheon pulled it back what else is it to say about again, like between two again, again the, the disappointing thing, I guess, for Suwon is it's another opportunity to drop. An opportunity to drop, yeah. Chonbuk have dropped points, and Suwon <coughs> don't do anything with it. Oh. And it's what uh, still so ten point gap, but Suwon have got a game in hand. But yeah, still, so unless unless Suwon <laughs> go on a huge run and just win, you know, eight games in a trot. I mean, but then John Book will probably do exactly the same. You'd think someone else is more likely to catch Suwon for second than Suwon to catch John Book for first, right? Yeah. The thing is, like, I mean, having a look at it, if, for example, if Sonam beat... Okay, I mean, Sonam would have to beat Jeju by five goals, right? To catch Suwon. But you have to imagine that, yeah, I mean, Pohang, Jeju, Songnam... They're all kind of close. Songnam beat... Songnam beat Jeju, like, 3-0. and Suwon then they, lose. Then they, Suwon lose. And then... Whatever happens at the weekend is irrelevant, but the weekend after that you could go to 
yeah. two one in place if you then think you've got the double swing yeah. I, I think the flying ointment might there be some Nam BJ 2 3 now. I give us a three goals in it. <laughs> all, all, all they got to do is beat, beat Jeju. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Song Nam, it's been a Song Nam. Yeah, tell us all about it. You said it was uh, the best game you've seen since you were under 40. Right, where should I start? Okay. Um, start fantastic. With the, start with the result for, for our listeners who perhaps don't know. Don't have the internet. Uh, Song Nam 1 2 1. They beat, they beat uh, champions. The, the champions and champions elect right now to be honest uh, John Book they beat them 2-1 like, they basically pounded them from from kick off until full time uh, John Book took the lead against the run of play uh, I mean uh, to say against the run of play doesn't actually sum up what was actually happening like John Book had one shot in the whole match they had one shot on goal um, Sonam just absolutely pumped him it wasn't against the run of play it was like against a tsunami, basically, and um, the the goal was a free kick. It was swung in. I, I have no idea who, who headed it. Um, and the goalkeeper uh, who actually just come in, um, the old guy uh, John John Sangyuk, Sangyuk, uh, went to catch it, missed the ball, uh, hit his chest, fell down, and the John player slid in and put the ball in the back of the net. And literally at that point you're thinking it's John Book and it's like, you know, it's 1-0 no, but we're going to lose it from here. Uh, Wang Yi Joe had, must have had about five open goals um, at that point and they'd missed every one of them. And somehow amazingly he, he ended up being the hero again. First goal was a corner swung in from the, the left. Uh, he rose above everyone else, headed it in from about two yards out. Uh, second goal was a corner swung in from the right. Uh, this time it was a turn of uh, John Book's goalkeeper to drop it. He dropped the ball when Wangy Joe pounced from like about a yard out. Then Songnam, I mean, this was with like minutes left. I mean, this was in the last 10 minutes. Songnam then scored a third goal, which was chopped off purely to give John Book a chance to equalise. There's no other reason for the goal to be chopped off. Uh, again, it was an in swinger, the goalkeeper fumbled it. Fangy Joe put the goalkeeper in the back of the net and Kim Do-hyun put it home from about a yard out. Uh, the referee gave a, a free kick saying that Fangy Joe was holding the goalkeeper in the net, which he wasn't. He just used his arse to kind of keep him in the back of the net. I mean, nothing particularly really wrong with it. I mean, I guess if you want to be by the letter of the law, I guess maybe he did obstruct the goalkeeper, but... Mm. Seriously, how much protection do we give goalkeepers these days anyway? Um, John Book, even at 2-1 down, John Book didn't look like a team who gave a shit. Pardon my friends, they didn't try much. Uh, and so on were easy. They, I mean, pretty much they won it easy in the end. How do, how do you keep Edu quiet? Obviously he played the whole, the whole 90 minutes, but... He never got a sniff of the ball. Never got anywhere near it. Man marked out of the game? Or? Man marked. Man marked. Kim Hackbomb... Got everything he could have got right, perfect. The, 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 the tactics from the beginning, from kickoff, were just like run at them. Every time John Book got the ball, it was like put two men on him and just like take the ball off him, just like they pressed him, they kept him up the pitch. Um, Edu had a man on him all game, all times. Leonardo had a man on, man on him as well. When he brought on um, Edon Gook, that's when everyone thought it was going to like swing John Book's way. Same thing happened. Edon Gook came on and he just man marked at the game. Yeah. So we, we, the last couple of weeks we've been praising Kim Hapbom's sort of tactical genius. 
Can you see there's di definite differences in his tactics from week to week, depending on who the opponent is? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So he's actually not like not like Plan A man Trey, who just no. does the same every week, regardless. They, his tactics change from week to week. Is just not any real thought behind them. <laughs> now, he's, what I think has happened is I think Kim Hackbum has used the ACL yeah. to experiment with his team because no one actually thought they were going to get out of the group anyway yeah. Yeah. I think had they not got out of the group it wouldn't have been a big deal yeah. people would have been like well no one expected it anyway yeah. and in the, the, in the four games I saw in the group stages he played different tactics in each game yeah. um, against, against uh, Guangzhou RNF he defended for 90 minutes for, for no reason at all but just to show that if they could defend against for example John Book away or Pohang away um, or for a cup game and get to penalties or, or, or whatever against Gamba the game that, that Stevie was at they just pushed Gamba every time they got the ball they just pushed him against Buriram they just attacked from kickoff and just like horse Buriram I mean they should, they should have been 5-0 five, like 6-0 instead of 2-1 yeah. and I think that's just how they've played like he's changed his tactics like every single game and um, I mean uh, can he like the the, the, the match was billed as being Kim Hakbom versus Kim Kang Hee. Che Kang Hee. Che uh, That was like the big posters of the of, of the two wily old foxes and stuff. Uh, he completely outfoxed Kang Hee. Uh, I mean, to the point where like John Book had no like nothing in the game at all. Had he won that game on that goal, it would have been a disgrace. Like, they gave nothing yeah. at all to the game. And I know I'm a Songnam fan, and I know I'm a, I'm a little bit biased, but it literally was probably the most one-sided game I've ever seen. And you can't even blame an ACL hangover, because you both had yeah, ACL yeah. games during the week, so there's no real excuse. But actually, John Book had one day more of a rest. Yeah. Maybe just a bad day for John Book, or maybe, yeah, Kim Hapong just got his tactics right, absolutely won it, but at the end of the day... Chumbuk are still 10 points clear on the yeah, week. Yeah, so. of course, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's like, I, mean I, I, I don't think Chase is at home right now crying about losing to Song Rams. I mean, he's like... He might be, he might be. He might take it personally. Um, like, like, another thing he had as well is there was like 8,000 at the game. Um, okay, but there was quite a... There was a big Chumbuk crowd, maybe not as big as I've seen before at Song Ram. But I think one of the big things is like the Song Ram mayor seems to have really bought into the idea of Song Ram FC this season uh, like at the Guangzhou Evergrande game they had a big screen set up at Yatat Plaza yeah. where they showed the game at Yatat Plaza and now he's got this idea of he's convinced a lot of restaurants in the Yatat area to give you like a 20% discount uh, if you have a Songnam shirt on and a 10% discount if you have a Songnam ticket unfortunately those restaurants also give you uh, food poisoning as well was uh, <laughs> a lot of an added extra. Ticket for the away end. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of an added extra. But um, but yeah, I mean, so he's he's trying to bring fans back. Um, the the ball beer yeah. mascot was there as well. But yeah, it was just a no, great I mean, game. It's good, it's good to see them. It's good to see them trying things. I mean, when you look at the crowds, they've not been impressive. But Songnam getting eight thousand is a pretty good turnout. Yeah, is that going to be an ongoing thing then? Is that every week or was it just every a one-off? All right. Every week those, those restaurants are going to be doing discounts. So if you're looking for a bit of food poisoning, get yourself a Songnam ticket. Yeah, get yourself a Songnam ticket. But I would advise you probably not going to the Jock Bao Bosam uh, restaurant that I went to. Alright, that's all the games. That's all the games of the Classic. A good weekend of football? No. No? Yes. yes. <laughs> there you go. 50-50. Moving on to the mighty challenge. 
So we're going to rattle through the, the Challenge League next as well. I guess you guys, usual level of interest in the Challenge. You see, you saw the amount of enthusiasm I had for the, the Kaylee. It's <laughs> like the team he supports. He's got that much enthusiasm. You can guess what's coming next. So, well, we'll talk about Elon last, I guess, since I've actually got maybe something to add in that. Um, the rest of the games, Anyang got another blooming draw. I think that Anyang have got seven draws now of 11 matches. 1-1. Um, one, one. Anyang really struggling. They could actually go bottom in the league, I think, in midweek if they, if yeah. they lose. Um, so I don't, I don't know what's happening the other thing was 800 people at that game which what? is not a good turnout 800-850 something like that not a good turnout for, for an Anyang match um, so I think maybe maybe they're starting to get a bit bored and they, they came from behind didn't they yeah yeah they lost an early goal and then they came from behind um, but but yeah something, something's not right at Anyang I think maybe that might be our next one on the looking for towards the sack race um at some point, we're going to have a chat with good friends of the podcast, Austin Berry. Maybe we can find out um, what's happening at Anyang. He seems happy enough, but uh, the team's not performing. Yeah. Moving on, Sangju got a bit back on track, a little bit. They got an away win at, at Gangwon. So that's Sangju, three points clear at the top of the table. Four clear of Eland. Four clear of Eland, not for long. Where do you guys play? Uh, it's it's towards the end of this month I think it's the 20th our next home game is Sangju at home so that should be a good one so she's game then, yeah. yeah we've got a couple of away games and then Sangju at home so it'll be uh, Lee Jung Hyuk versus the guy who should actually be in the international squad Jumin Q <laughs> other games uh, Kyungnam lost again um, at home to, to Goyang Kyungnam looked as if the they, so it looks as if they turned the corner, it looks as if things were picking up, but lost away to Goyang. I noticed uh, Goyang changed their keeper after our good friend of the podcast hinted that he'd maybe spotted a weakness in the keeper's game. Um, Goyang maybe have spotted a weakness in the keeper's <laughs> game as well. <laughs> changed their keeper at the weekend, got a clean sheet, 1-1-0. One, one, um, good friend of the podcast being Ryan. Being Martin Rennie. Okay, not being Ryan the Canadian. Who <laughs> knows fuck all about football. <laughs> Good How's it going, Chief? Good friend of Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one, Butchon. That, that, that must have been a great game to be at. Chungju nil, Butchon won. That's where everybody wanted to be at the weekend. But Butchon sacked their manager during the week. They did, yeah, because yes. the players weren't paid in time. Was the manager supposed to do the bank transfer? Apparently, Or was he just last seen heading towards the subway station with a pocket full of money going, get it round, G players? With <laughs> <laughs> a wheelbarrow. Uh, yeah, apparently the players went playing time. Uh, he got do, you, do you think Almir was chasing him <laughs> and failing to catch him? <laughs> In Goldilocks? <laughs> Had he stopped to change his boots? No, these are my running boots, not my football boots. <laughs> First thing I did. You must have, I, think, I think Almir had been playing last night against Motherwell, and they have Lee Irwin pushed Almir. But if he had these like, kicking boots on or like, his, his standing boots, his <laughs> punching like, boots, <laughs> like, Lee, stand there for a minute, I'm going to see my boots. Let me put on the kick your ass boots. Did, did Almir play in this game? I, d- I did check the score. That he, that he, it wasn't him that scored. That was no, he was, he, he was on the bench. Uh, did he come on? Did he come on? Did he come on? I'm not sure. Almir we'll tell you in a second. Almir Watts is about as exciting as... Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can't tell you because like, it doesn't have the, the team <laughs> on no. So that's the four games. Uh, other than the mighty Seoul Eland, yet again victorious yeah. against Suwon. It was a bloody brilliant game, what I remember of it. <laughs> 
but you remember the first five minutes. Uh, yeah, it was. It was actually. It was. It was kind of a weird atmosphere. It was. Wasn't as emphatic as I was expecting. It wasn't as emphatic. It was. It was strangely quiet until some idiot foreigner started cheerleading at the front of the stadium. Um, it took a, took a while to get things going. Yeah, it, it felt as if maybe they they made the stand smaller as well because it felt really full. With two and a half thousand there. Did it, did it feel as if Martin was too hungover to properly guide the players? Quite possibly, quite possibly. Um, um, but I mean, the first the first half uh, was it was very tight. It was very Suwon looked a lot better than the last time we played them. Um, Tarabai was looking like he was going to get sent off. He was he was Bailey moshneying everything that moved. Um, he swung an elbow at a boy in the first half. He was lucky to get away with a yellow. Um, he was arguing with the referee. Uh, there's at least four or five kind of stand-up arguments like just book me, just book mm. me, go on. I dare you. Scored, you. Though, yeah? And then, well, that was at half time. The chat was all, "We've got to take Tarabai off because he's going to get sent off." And when, you, when you're actually toe-to-toe arguing with the referee and you've already been booked, you're going to get off. So we're like, "Oh God, I can't believe Martin Rennie's left him on." And then two minutes into the second half, he gets dumped in the box, stands up, takes a penalty, goal, one nil. Um, so yes. Good call, Martin Rennie. Not so good call, me and everybody else in the stand. <laughs> did Johnson come on, or was he? Johnson came on. Uh, Suwon did potentially have the ball in the net. Uh, Kim Young Kwang kind of dragged the ball back. That was at least ninety nine point five percent over the line. Oh, that was a photograph you said. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, depending on depending on which way your eyes tint. It was either in or it wasn't in, but uh, we got away with it. Yeah. And Suwon was n- was not very happy, um, but it was still very tight. And then right at the death, we got a second goal. Jumin Q again, top score, top Korean scorer in Korea, Ulysses Delica. If you're, li- oh, you'll not be listening because you don't care about Korean football, do you? Yeah, again, was that eight goals, eight goals in eleven games, eight goals in twelve games? Was it a spectacular one or run of a million? No, it was. Well, it was, a, it was a good good striker's finish. He was played through, ten of them, beat the keeper. I don't know why Sokovic says 8, but it's 10. Martin Rennie's tweet... Well, Martin Rennie claims it's 10, but I think that includes the FA Cup. Yeah, because, because, because Martin's tweet on Sunday, which I read on the way to uh, Songnam, said, congratulations... Uh, 10 out of 11, yeah. Minkyu scoring 10 11. Yeah, so in, in the Cup, but then... You can't count goals against Ulsan. Anybody can score against Ulsan. That was nothing, so we kept his penalty. That was a What was that score? Two each, wasn't it? Two each, was it? It <laughs> was a long time ago we lost that one, it's been wiped from my memory. As is the other two games that you lost as well. Well, to, to be fair, the Kang one game was one. never in my memory. <laughs> okay, okay, right. And the Sangju game I watched on TV and I didn't pay much attention either. <laughs> but, yep, Eland up to third. How is our good friend of the podcast, Jappa? Was Zappa? It was Frank's son. He was he was pretty quiet. I mean, it was pretty better than he was at Suwon, but he was he was pretty quiet. Um, didn't really do a lot. Suwon Suwon overall, they, they gave us a good game. They challenged as well, but they never really created too many chances mm. apart from the one that they actually probably scored. <laughs> Which probably everyone except the linesman and the referee thought was in. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, oh, Jappa. Was that 1-0 was that or nothing each from the half? That was 1-0, so it would have been the equaliser at that okay. point. So, uh, yeah, we were a wee bit fortunate, but sometimes you've got to get the rub of the green. So, uh, we'll take it, we'll move on. Butch on coming up next, 10-0. Oh. Be a martyrs-esque <laughs> score. <laughs>
but the what the big one is the the Sangju game coming up. Yeah, next. I think that'll be the that'll be the one that really because I think I think our next two games are Butchon away and Chungju away, mm-hmm. and then Sangju at home. So if we win those three, that's that's real title credentials nailed on. Uh, if we don't, if you lose all three, we'll have to get Martin Rainey out. back out to, to have a chat with him again. <laughs> I, I don't know if I really see Eland winning the challenge. But I definitely see you getting the playoff spot and then beating the the classic team. I think. I mean, I, th- I think it's it's going to be tight. The thing is, we've we've played Zuon are above us. We've played them twice. We've beat them twice. Sangju are above us. They've they've actually beaten us. They give us a, a good game. There's not there's not any other games coming up in the in the league that I think the other teams are better than us. Mm. The only the only team I think that can actually say on paper are as good as is or better are Sangju because they've got the same you know three or four international yeah. players in the, in the squad so a lot of guys who've got K-League classic yeah. experience so that, I think it's between those those two for the title yeah that's what I'm saying so I think maybe Sangju for the titles uh, Eland for the playoff spot Eland to beat Busan yes I don't know that's a pretty far away for us to actually make that protection quite yet <laughs> I'm saying Busan it could be FC Seoul to be perfectly honest but, uh, I, th- I think the one the one thing the one thing as an Elan fan is it's kind of disappointing that we got Ulsan when we did because I think if we'd got another classic team one of the bottom six sides which Ulsan are now mm. <laughs> we'd probably have given them a given them a good game I think we could have beaten them Ulsan probably were just that that bit too good mm. and and even then we took them to penalties um, but if we if we got another challenge team or a university team or something we were now going into the final whatever it is sixteen. Saying right now you've got a game against FC Seoul, now you've got a game against Incheon, now you've got a game against Jeju. I'd fancy our chances. But not against the mighty Songnam. But not, not against the mighty Songnam. Talking of the FA Cup draw for the last sixteen, we should move on and talk about the FA Cup draw. Seamless, Paul. It's almost like we planned that. Almost. It's almost like I should be hosting this instead of. Yeah, talking about the FA Cup draw. I've got it in front of me, so. Uh, some interesting ties, some not so interesting ties. I guess it's still a bit of a mixed bag. Um, just go through it and kind of order it came out, but the first the first bunch is not that not that sexy. <laughs> Dijon Coriel will take on Jeju, and then Chunan City will take on Incheon United, and then the winners of those two games will play each other. Away, 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 away. Uh, Songnam, I've got a tough game against a uni side. Again, the Young, same team we beat Young in the quarterfinals. Yes. We beat them in the quarterfinal last year to set up the semi final against Jumbo. chances. Well, the game was actually moved. Kim Hak-Fung can now fox whoever the hell's in charge of <laughs> the game. Can now fox Professor Lee. Or Professor <laughs> Kim. Um, like, uh, we beat them last year in the, in the exact same... No, 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 at the last eight last year. So one stage earlier. Uh, that match has been moved to Tanchon. Because of the huge crowds that might attend the university grounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, of 200 there. Uh, that one is like a Songnam home victory written all over it. And then once you beat them, you've got the winners of Ulsan versus Dijon Citizen, another classic Which clash. Could go all the way to penalties, from, in my opinion. Uh, maybe. I think, to be honest, like Songnam, I, I fancy Songnam may beat most teams these days, uh, at, at Tanchon anyway. I think that the last eight game is at Tanton, I believe. Um, yes, I believe that's true. Um, so I think uh, 
whether it's Osan or whether it's Dejan, I'd be pretty confident we'd beat them anyway. Fancy a chance. I guess, I guess it, mean, it always depends how seriously the classic teams take it, but Songnam tend to take the FA Cup. Yeah, pretty play seriously. Their, play their best side. Take it seriously. Um, okay, so Songnam to win both games throughout the last four? I think so, yes. Last four against. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Interesting one Hwasong versus FC Seoul. Hwasong are a decent side. So, so I've heard, yeah. And Seoul are not. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, on paper, that's a 4 0 FC Seoul victory, but. Hwasong mm. um, are, are K3, but K3? They're, they're, they're about the closest thing in K3 to. A they've actually got a side. bit of money, haven't they? They've yeah. got a bit of money. They're quite well organised. Nice, nice stadium, stadium um, and they're a, they're a decent side. They'll give you a, they'll give you a game. They'll give you more of a game than maybe a Chungju or a Bucheon might give you. I think for, for me, this is uh, quite an interesting game in that if Hwasong gives Seoul a really good game, and even if they won, it might convince them to take the step up and apply for the challenge. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see I'd like to see Hwasong actually step up into the challenge because they're probably the closest thing that that the K3's got to a, you know a challenge team. Um, but I, I, you've got to fancy FC Seoul because you know K3 fitness is going to be quite different than, than classic fitness. So you probably think they'll give you a game for 60, 70 minutes yeah. and then probably drop off because they're not full full time mm. professionals there yeah. I think as yet. Um, but it will be if they if they get a goal at home and then they can just can you know kind of hang on and defend. It'd be funny as hell if Wasong put FC Seoul in the wouldn't it? I mean, they're, <laughs> they're not quite joint booking their, uh, their league, but they're not far away from it. I mean, no, they're like they're, well, I think, I think last season, Pochon Wasong was a K3 final, um, and Wasong won it, and it's probably going to be the same two teams again. Pochon and, and Wasong are, are pretty pretty strong sides in, in both of their relevant divisions. And then if you do happen to get past Hwasong, you've got the winners of Pohang versus Chonbuk, so you're out anyway, aren't you? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. <laughs> at least you're at home, so you'll get to watch yourself losing. Yeah, I mean, obviously played Pohang in the cup last year and beat them on penalties. So Yep, pretty amazing game. I was at that game. I mean, Seoul at home, I fancy our chances. To be competitive, at least. You're getting more positive. What's happened? Because <laughs> I think now Che's got to put all his eggs in the in this basket, right? Do you think so? If he wants to do anything, he's got to make a decent effort in the cup. Thing is, it's Che. You probably put all his baskets in one egg. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think it would be really funny if they lost to Hwasong and just, <laughs> just get rid of him. <laughs> I, I, I think I've got to go with that game. The games are on the, the 24th of June. I think Hwasong versus FC Seoul's got to be the game we are. The thing is, it would just be yeah. comedy genius if they, if they put I mean, it out. there's a part of me that thinks I might go to the Hwasong uh, Seoul game instead of the Songnam University team game just purely because it would be hilarious to watch FC Seoul Hwasong. But yeah, I will be in the FC Seoul I mean, I, go, I've seen Seoul play various City Hall teams and university teams, but it's always been at home. And they've always struggled, but they've always won eventually. But I think on the road, it could be a completely different could, proposition. Could be, it could be a good game. The last time I went to Blasong, it was a, a K3 playoff game, and it ended in an epic penalty shootout 
where they actually went through the whole team, the goalies took penalties, and then they went back round again. That was 13-12 or something on penalties at the end of it. It was ridiculous, but it was a great game, and I'd like to see that again when they take on FC Seoul. Part you young, missing the last penalty, beckoning it into orbit. Sure, Maybe sure. We, we, we both know that that story is a complete fabrication, just so you can bring up Brian Irving scoring a winning penalty against Celtic when it was 9-8. They'd be both and that's what you're doing that for, so just do it, I mean. Brian Irvin's got a winning penalty against Celtic in the Scottish Cup final in 1990 when it was 9-8. Who's Brian Irvin? <laughs> the guy you met on Friday night. <laughs> that you were going, Brian, you're so good, who's the best player you played against? Roberto Baggio. Oh, fantastic. Brian Irvin played against Roberto Baggio. He didn't say Roberto Baggio He either. said Roberto Baggio was the best player he played against. No, he said Mark Haitley. No, he said Roberto Baggio. Oh, shit, said, wait, Irvin. Me and you, here, next Monday. Mark f***ing Haitley. <laughs> he said Baggio first, then he went, actually, maybe Mark Haitley. <laughs> as long as he's say Rude Hullet, but... Well, Rude, he said Rude Hullet as well. He didn't get a single Scotland cap. He got nine Scotland caps. Shut up, move on. So he claims. <laughs> right. And then the last, the last fixture... By the way, great guy, just to be perfectly honest. Great guy. We he's love you, Brian. He was a good guy to talk to, wasn't you he? Were, he's, he's, he's a really nice guy, actually. And I've never met him, but he's a really nice guy. You could have met him, you just turned down the invitation. Ah, uh, was probably for the best. He's become the new good, good friend of the podcast, Brian Irvin. <laughs> and the last, the last four's basically a bunch of draws. Kang Won so taking on Ulsan Maipo. Chungju Hummel are taking on Chunam Dragons. Does anybody really care about any of those teams? Well, who is Sigwon playing? <laughs> they, they would have been playing Chungju Humble, but the dragon slayed them. So the dragon slayed them. Indeed. So I guess Chunam should come out of that foursome somehow. But but you'd laugh if Chungju won that, right? <laughs> so based based on the form, based on league league placings and form, the final four should be Cheju, Songnam, Chonbuk, Chunam. If it goes, I would agree. Yeah. If it goes to Jeju, Songnam, but it won't. John Book, Dunham. And it won't, no. But my tip of Jeju for the FA Cup winners is still on. No chance. We're looking to go to Jeju for a, a final podcast party at the end of the season. I think, I'll, I'll be honest, I think uh, Songnam are going to win the Cup again this year. I just can't see a K-League team putting them out over a, in a knockout. Maybe a university team will put you out over a knockout. That would be a slap in the face for me, wouldn't it, really? <laughs> and, and if so, I, I will do the podcast the week after that naked. No, please don't. <laughs> you do it I'll go to the jam a couple of times. You'll do it by yourself. <laughs> <if> you <know. laughs> so I'll do it by Skype. So the, the FA Cup games are on they're midweek now, so it's 24th of June is the, the next round. And then the, whatever it is, quarterfinals are on the 22nd of July. Note that date in your diaries, because I made a mistake of booking a, a holiday for the same date last year, and then, then I realised exactly. it was FA Cup. Like if you're desperate to beat the quarterfinals of the FA Cup, then... So we're at Wasong on the 24th, and then seven days later, we're on uh, Jeju Beach, Hamdok Beach, yep. celebrating Paul's birthday. Yeah. Sweet. There you go. Any podcast listener that wants to come along? To either of the two games, you are more than welcome, depending on what country you come from. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Ryan, you know you'd, you know you'd love to hang out with us again. Come on, I'm only kidding. Anyway, what else has been happening this week, boys? Well, I guess we should talk about the ACL from last week, which we haven't done yet, but 
think. I guess we can do that pretty quickly. Who's through and who's not through? Uh, John broke through, everyone else out. Yeah. I mean, I, that's it, really. I caught, caught, I caught the end of the, the John Book game. I don't, I don't know why Edu didn't start, but he came on and he basically turned the game around. They won it 1-0. Good finish from him. Looked a wee bit yeah. offside, maybe. Not sure if, yeah. not sure, but... Um, he could have been, but... Suwon Su gave it a good fight, didn't they? I thought Suwon were, Su were going to do it. When I saw the team and I saw Jung was in it, I said, Suwon are out. And then we went 2-0 up. I thought, they're potentially going to do it. I think I did say last week, Suwon can score two. They can't keep the clean sheet. Away from home. Mm. It's whether they can keep the clean sheet or not. And Jung junged it. He did. He did indeed. He did actually. He did jung it, yeah. He's a complete clown. Not a good friend of the podcast, Jung Sung Yong. Please sign for Celtic, and Aberdeen might win the league next season. <laughs> or please sign for Rangers, then we can just oh, laugh. Oh, please sign for Rangers, please. <laughs> so we can laugh at you every single day. Yeah, I mean, terrible. I mean, like, some number two, but they weren't cruising, but they were probably, they were heading through, and then Jung, as you said, yeah, Jung jung it, and um, Jung is no Jung, I guess, and uh, that was it, it was over. Elsewhere, um, Seoul, Seoul were going to pull off the miracle on Osaka. Um, Did they? They got. They scored two, which was something of a miracle, I guess. Yeah, but they got. Unfortunately, hung, they conceded they three. Hung, yeah. And they should have conceded another one that they had they one hooked off the lo- hooked over or around the line, right? Yeah, I mean they were. They looked awful. I mean, Seoul looked horrendous. I mean, I've got to admit, I've I've, I've slagged off Gamba based on based on watching them at Songnam. They looked a better side. <laughs> Than maybe I've given them credit for. I mean, as I said, I think I said to you, the rested rest of the team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how. But so dreadful. That, that, yeah, I mean, so were, were absolutely atrocious. I mean, given that they were three-one down, I don't know what the tactics were. It was like, we'll go out and score goals. But he, he seemed, to, he seemed, to be, they were neither defending nor attacking. I mean, the big thing as well was, like, I mean, they, I mean, Sami. I don't know if he's. I don't know how many caps he has, if he has any caps, or if he's in the, if he's in the Japanese squad or not right now, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he just, like, he completely destroyed uh, FC Seoul. Uh, again, Chadori looked a little bit weak again. Um, I think I commented on, on my blog that, that Chad had been drinking soju before the game, like, behind the stadium with, with, with Che. One guy who did look like he was drinking soju was Che. Yeah, Che. Just, che. He was on the sidelines. He really didn't look like he knew what he was no, doing. No, he, he, was, he, was, he was horrendous. He didn't seem to have a plan. He didn't seem to have a, you know, a strategy for the game. It was just, let's hope for the best. And it all went pretty wrong pretty quickly. And then, and then the Songnam. Songnam who, I mean... Have crashed out to the richest spending team in, in, in Asia based on a world class goal at home, a disgraceful penalty that Was should that get. Penalty? Never a penalty. Never a penalty. I mean, never a penalty, that's all I can say about it. The guy's turning away from the ball, he's turning his back to it, he's like trying to get out of the way of it. Uh, it was never a penalty. Um, a disgraceful, like shocking a decision. But Songnam only had himself to blame. For ridiculous defending at the corner when Goodart should have been picked up. I mean, the guy's not the tallest player in the world. Um, and the way that he rose above the Songnam defence, they had that, that second goal in. Yeah. Again, Park flaring at it like he'd never seen a football before in his life. Um, yeah. I mean, but I guess no, no real shame in losing to Evergrande. No shame, given but. The, given the amount they spend on their squad, a disappointment, but 
not a shame. Yeah. I think Gullard cost 15 million euros. Songnam wouldn't cost 15 yeah. million euros. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, the city, not even the team. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there was no shame, but huge, huge disappointment the way they lost. Robbed, robbed by a penalty. I guess what he needed was the Busan keeper. He'd have sorted you out. He would have done, yes. He'd have done, yeah. What was that? What was that little bit of trickery? Amazing. Or shocking, depends on your viewpoint, I guess, yeah. I think I think last week I we were kind of, or I was slagging off the Guangzhou guy and saying it was the, the worst penalty I've ever seen, but apparently there was John, a reason for there it. There was a reason for yeah. it, yes. But what, why didn't you pick this up beforehand? Because when so I looked oh, at no, the video, I only, saw, I only literally saw. Oh, you the penalty. Sorry, you I, I didn't see any of the. Yeah, this one came to light. I think. Tuesday. I guess for our listeners, we should sort of give a brief description of what happened. So, when they got the penalty, a couple of the Pusanga guys sort of crowded around the referee and sort of argue, sort of arguing with him. And during that time, the Pusan keeper went up to the spot and was literally sort of. If he'd have got his shovel out, he couldn't have dug yeah. it anymore. It was, like, it was like destroying. It was the like a, a rabbit digging a warren or a, a cat in a litter tray, literally stamping and scuffing it up. And one of the Pusan defenders also had a go at it. Yeah. So and. It, when I saw the video, it was so blatant. I don't know how how it was missed at the time. The thing is, the thing is, the the Guangzhou player, the, the Guangzhou striker, actually went up to the referee and said, "Hey, look what they've done!" And the referee like shoot him away and said, "Away you go." And then the other player put the ball in the spot and had no. How can you score from that? I mean, they he ballooned it over the bar. I mean. I mean, I've no idea how much of an impact it made in terms of the actual taking shot, but it right, didn't. Yeah. It didn't look very good. And it, right. the, I think the best thing for me was the Busan defenders going and up, kissing it, basically kissing the spot, and going, "Yeah, <laughs> you little patch of white paint, I love you." Yes. <laughs> I think, based on that, we should be anti-Busan for the rest of the season. But again, Ebon yes. Young got in trouble for that, didn't he? He's now missing the next Kwangju game. I think the club have banned him from the next. That's, that's, game. That, that's an internal thing, right? Yeah. But he's not going to fa- yeah. face any sanction from the. No, presumably not. But the, the club will take some action against him. A one-match suspension at sort of three months in the future. Yeah. And a bit of community service and a small fine. And if he's really unlucky, they'll make him sign for FC Seoul next season. <laughs> don't need, make don't need any more keepers. <laughs> <laughs> sign him and play him up front. And yet, yet again. As if, almost as if we planned it by magic. Talking about dodgy keepers. The international squad has been announced this morning. It has been, Jung's yes. Jung is still in it. No, he can be. Well, apparently, if you're really Stilica, he can be. But then I don't think Uli Stilica watches any games. But surely Uli listens to the podcast and knows what we think about him. Well, if you do Uli, go back to wherever the hell it is you came from. Germany or Austria or wherever it is. Uh, <laughs> East like, Germany, isn't it? Yeah, uh, go back to the Austrian bit of East Germany. <laughs> See, this is really like, yeah, you're, you're bringing nothing to the game. Anyway. Um, yeah, then the national squad is pretty horrendous, yeah. So we've got two international games coming up in a couple of weeks, right? There's a friendly against UAE, and then there's the first qualifying match against Myanmar. Hmm. But not in Myanmar. It's in well, Thailand. It's Thailand, happening yeah. in Bangkok. Just to check, there's no Leicester players in the squad, is there? I, I don't I hope, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> Should be fine then. There'll be no no dodgy videos coming out of that one. Although maybe, well, maybe that might be the one useful thing John could contribute to the. You do remember the the, sca- the scandal a few years ago. The one in it? Indonesia yeah. with uh, Ian J getting himself in trouble and a few others. Yeah. I mean, if the if the if the podcast goes to Thailand, there might be a few dodgy videos. 
indeed. Well, no, because you don't make video blogs, do you, Mark? <laughs> you just promise them and then don't deliver. <laughs> one time this season, I promise them. One this season. But to get back on track, why? Were, were there any surprises <laughs> in the squad for these two games? Well, how the Yes and yes and no. Um, the, ke- the keepers are the same three keepers he's picked all the time. Um, I guess for me, the kind of surprising things is he's, he's picked some of the old stalwarts like Quake Tehi, um, that you think it's not going to be the next World Cup. Shouldn't you just yeah, drop shouldn't him you just yeah. drop them and say right, we're playing Myanmar. We could field Mark and Paul at the back. I'm a pretty still good to be honest. And but still win. So why 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 pick these guys who are in their thirties? That's the question. I mean, the squad overall is quite young. He's he's picked a bunch of uh, Chonbuk players. Apart from Young Kihun, who apparently is forty nine. <laughs> is that the number of caps? <laughs> That's he's the got? caps. Yes. Um, but yeah, he, I mean, he's back in the squad after a few years out, right? And I yes. I mean, for me, there was a, there was a few things that kind of struck me. I mean, defensively, I guess he's he's kind of struggling for 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 players. Um, Im Che Min from Songnam, he's got one cap, he's in the international squad. Has he been a standout for you defensively this season? He's been pretty good, yeah. I mean, whether he's been a standout or not, I wouldn't say, but he has been pretty solid at the back. Um, he, has been, he has been reasonably good. Uh, I mean, I think that's the thing about Korea, like, they're kind of devoid of defenders, to be honest. I mean, it's like you, you couldn't think of any many great Korean defenders, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, so, I, I, why not? It's a weird squad for me. I mean, obviously some of the some of the European guys are, are missing, um, so he's not picked them. But he's, the thing that got me about uh, Stilica was a couple of months back he was saying, "I'm not going to pick K League players because they're not good enough." And he's went and he's suddenly picked. Well, he's, well, he's, picked he's picked four Chongbuk players who he, suddenly become good enough in the last. But does he? I mean, does he have a choice if the European players are not? And not make themselves available. I mean, I see there's no key. Yeah, um, I guess the uh, the European there's no, players. There's no coup. So like Ki Sung Yong, like Ku Da Chol are missing. But Son Son's made it. Well, Yi Chung Yong's come back after playing what? Couple of couple of reserve games for Crystal yeah. Palace. I mean, I, think, I, mean, back. Like, I mean, the ones that got me as well is up up front. He's got um, Yi Yong Yup who seems to be his man, despite the fact he's been playing in K-League Challenge and he scored three goals this season, I think. Yeah. And then the other guy he's picked is uh, Yong Jae, who's... Used, the guy used to play for Nantes and then he went to Red Star. He's now playing in the J2. He's scored, I think, three or four goals this season in J2 and he's suddenly been dumped into the international squad. It would kind of make Whereas you think... guys like... Well, guys like Wang Wang Joe, Joe or... Jumin Q. Jumin Q. Nowhere to be Park seen. Park Young. Park Young. <laughs> but I mean, it also makes you realise that I guess like, uh, the Wookiee has been completely dropped yeah, off his radar. Yeah, I mean, radar. Wang Wee Joe and, and Wookiee are both on the kind of reserve list. But again, I mean, a guy from G2. I, I don't know what Steelik is doing because there's no consistency in what he says. One, one month, K-League's not good enough. And then suddenly he picks John Book players. Presumably just because John Booker won in the league. Um, Did Kang Suyo get his first call up? Yes, Kang Suyo's in the squad. Yes, um, so he's got his first call up. Interesting if he plays or not. He'll be the apparently the second multicultural player to to play for yeah. Korea if he gets gets on the pitch. 
he's been all right, but again, he was probably better last season than he has been this season. Has been this yeah. season. So yeah. again, it's just weird. Uh, a lot of a lot of odd choices for me. I mean, uh, picking guys, picking guys like uh, Yom Ki Yoon when he's what 32, 33 But I think I agree with that one. I mean, he's having like the season of his life. I mean, yeah. he's playing probably the best he's ever played. So I, I don't really mind that one. I mean, I do agree. I think he probably should be in but, the team. But why would you pick him against Myanmar? Surely the whole point of this qualifications to build for the next World Cup. Yeah, but anybody that's not going to play. But you also the have to win as well. But you also have to win Myanmar. the game. I know, so they give him a, a last hurrah type of thing. I don't have a problem with him picking him. I have a problem with him picking people like Quack Tee Quack and Lee Jong Hyuk. I don't get what he sees in, in Lee Jong Hyuk. I mean, I, I mean, he's, I, he's, been, he's been okay in the games that he's played, for, he's played for Korea, so I guess that's maybe part of it. It's just like if you're in the squad, I'll keep picking you, but. Again, it's the consistency. I mean, if, if there's one striker in the in the challenge that deserves to be called up, it's yes, Jimmy Yeah, of course, definitely. So, okay, if he says, well, the K2 is just not good enough, I'm not going to pick anybody from K2. Then why pick each one up? Yeah. I, I mean, I would agree. I mean, they, if anyone should be picked, it, it should be Juminga, isn't it? I mean, um, and again, you know, picking Jung as your third keeper, if you're not going to play him. Find somebody else. Find a younger guy you can get a bit of experience in the squad. But, but I mean, John's I mean, the oldest keeper there, and he's he's clearly the third choice now. But I mean, who else is there in in, in the K League? I mean, what other Korean or in Korea in world football at all? What other Korean keeper actually is there? I mean, obviously that his, his his number one keeper is obviously uh, Kim Jin Hyun, who was uh, exceptional uh, for most of the yeah. Asian Cup. I yeah. mean, that's his, that, that's going to be his go-to man. But who else, who, who else is there? I mean, like. I mean, Kim Sung-gyu is there, maybe like, I guess, maybe, maybe the John Bookkeeper, I guess? Nick Kwan, I guess, maybe, or, can't be fun, I'm I mean, again, Kim Young-day, maybe, is that supposed to be the Jung? I mean, like, why? Presum- presumably, Jung's only going, as, is only going for the trip. <laughs> and for experience, I mean, he's also done really well recently coaching Cami Bell of uh, Sevco Rangers. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess we'll be spacing it on, on that uh, experience. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't get Jung, I don't like Jung, I think he's a terrible keeper, but with his experience, I, I understand why he's, he's in the squad. Yum uh, Ki Hyun, I get, I don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that one, but some of the other ones, uh, I mean, yeah, some of our choices just look really strange to me. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens, uh, when, when's East Asian Championships, is it November, is it, is it um, end of the year, isn't it? No, it's, isn't it in July? Up the East Asian. East Asian. It's August. Eat. It's August. Sean's back, and there's no football line. But it'll be interesting to see what he does there because. That's the reason I know. For for those games, you're only allowed people who are actually in the East Asian, Asian Confederation. So all the guys playing in the Middle East, and then all the guys playing in Europe are going to drop out. Good point about the, about the Middle East. Uh, the guy who scored a goal against Russia, whose name always escapes me. Mr. Salute himself, moved to Qatar, not in the team. Um, can never remember his name. Egan Ho. That's uh, the man. Egan Ho. Uh, not in the team, yeah. That was obviously a very successful career forwarding move, Mr. Lee. Well done. So, are we going to do our, are we going to do our usual insightful uh, international preview the, the, the week before the games? Next week, you mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we will do, and it'll be like 
I don't think we really need to do it. We can just do it now and be done with it. Yeah, that would be That would be really dull. They should beat the UAE unless Sideshow Bob has a decent game. I don't know if they will beat the UAE at home. Gonna be New Zealand. I, I think there'll be another nil-nil. I think Myanmar. Just come say so, Bob. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, come on, racist, but it's just really funny. We've got to try and get shite. Shite show, Bob. Shite show, Bob. I don't know what his so, name is. So, shite show, shite show, should we get on the podcast? Side, we we have to try and get him on the podcast. That is brilliant, man. Shite show, Bob. So, none of us then are particularly enthused, excited or enthralled by the prospect of uh, watching Korea. Um, I guess it'd be a, a nice way of a trip to go to Bangkok, but not going to be possible, so... Uh, We'll be watching it on TV. They've got to beat Myanmar. We'll probably get a nil-nil draw with UAE. Mm. None of us really care, do we? I think UAE... Really, you've spoiled it for us. Right, so the only thing left to do then is to <laughs> talk about the upcoming games of the weekend. Uh, full full round of uh, classic games and a not important round of challenge games because Sol Leland are not playing at the weekend, so we can ignore them. Um, Sounds good. So classic games. Um, Chunbuk are at home. To Seoul, I did promise I think we were going to go along to that um, and not cheer on the mighty Seoul as they lose to John Book. 7 o'clock kickoff. Christ. Yeah, all the, games now are, all the games now are moving to the evening, so uh, it's all it's too hot to play in the daytime. That means getting back to the. Wow, could drive down for that, I suppose. It's probably just, 7 o'clock is probably just about doable to get back, but. You mean on the train? Yeah, or a bus. Any length <laughs> than that, you're struggling. Um, but what do you think, Mark? John Book, easy win? Uh, I think about one each draw. <laughs> Paul? Uh, I'll <laughs> hope for a one each draw. But in if you're going to place a bet, you'd go with home win, wouldn't you? Is that, is, that, is that the exciting I think that's the exciting game of the weekend <laughs> and, that, and, and that shows you how much of a weekend of football this is going to be the next one is Dijon Citizen versus Busan Eye Park 4 each 27 <laughs> each no, that well, one will be a nothing each draw no no it won't be a bit one each draw that will get football draw. stopped that game if Busan <laughs> actually win that then Dijon are really really screwed I'll tell you what Dijon are going to win that well if <laughs> they could they might just give up to be honest Dejon have actually looked as if they might be starting to work out what they're supposed to do, and Busan have been looking like they're slowly forgetting what they're supposed to do. So uh, I think I think Dejon will win that. You think so? Um, Based on nothing at all. Adriano might be back. I, I'm a little bit less convinced, um, but I think maybe it could be a nothing each draw. I think. The last time the two teams met, Pusan uh, won 1-0. It was the opening game of the season. Um, so I think that could finish. So I think Dijon are going to do the double then. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think By winning that game. I think we'll finish one each. Alright, next up. It gets worse, it gets worse, it gets worse. Inchon Chonam. Inchon Chonam. That'll be one each, right? <coughs> Move on. One each, probably. Homes, like, well, yeah. So hold on a minute, I said three one each draws so far. You said oh, every game's going to be one each. But you can just cut that one each and go home. <laughs> <laughs> right, on Sunday. <laughs> Amazingly one each. So it's Sunday at Ulsa and Jeju. One each. One each. And hey, Songnam, Pohang. Probably one each. 
So basically, don't go to any games this weekend. It's going to be a draw. There's not even any point in playing them. Su and Guangzhou. Probably one each. No five. That Su and Guangzhou. That will be a four 0 victory for Su Wang to make up for the lack of goals in other games. Even though I said one each for the other one. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not exactly, be, it's not an expiring round of fixtures really, this is, is it? This will be the week that Suwon, do a minute, midweek I said they were going to get their title challenge was going to be finished. This will be the Saturday that Suwon get their title challenge back on, on track. There's going to be a lot of weeks at these games for title challenges that have done. Yes. Uh, I think Sonam will not lose to Pohang, that's what I think. Controversial. Yep. Sonam will not Sonam will not lose to Pohang Sonam are playing Pohang again they only drew tweets from like three games ago what a crazy fixture it's like football isn't it it's, like ridiculous. it's like you have to keep playing the same garbage teams again and again until but it's only a couple of weeks ago does that mean next next week Red Button is going to be focusing on the, the single soul, the single game of Tejon versus Sol uh, the, only goal, the, the only game next week we're going to talk about that for 20 minutes <laughs> yes that's going to be exciting isn't it well because if they don't win that game they might be level one points for so so just, just for completeness we should we should look at the challenge just to tell people what games that nobody's <coughs> going to go to this weekend because there's no Eland, there's no point is that what you're saying there's no Eland, there's no point so first up First up in the, in the no point week, we have Ansang v Bruchon, one each. Sangju. You've skipped ahead to <laughs> different round of games. <laughs> oh, no, <there's laughs> the first game is Sangju versus Bruchon. I guess Sangju should win that one fairly comfortably. 2-0. 2-0, 3-0, something like that. Kyongnam will be at home, wherever their home is this time. Um, they, they're moving around so much that nobody really knows, but they're taking on Anyang. Um, that'll be a tight one Anyang not doing well I think that'll be a draw I think Anyang might just sneak out a 1-0 no victory yeah, I think Anyang could no victory. victory Anyang need a win so hopefully yeah. they'll hopefully they'll pull someone out of the bag it'd be nice if they get uh, Kangwon taking on Daegu Kangwon and playing in Sokcho I think most of their games this season so <sighs> Daegu are doing pretty well but they've, they've not quite they've not quite been on form recently Kangwon are so games, up and down it's really unpredictable they go home uh, away win it won't be a draw it'll be a win for one of the teams it'll either be 2-0 to Kangwon or 2-0 to Daegu okay. I'm going to go Daegu yeah me too and then on Sunday Goyang are at home to Suwon draw should be Suwon I think should be Suwon Suwon look a good side Goyang have uh, dropped down a bit recently so I'm going to go Suwon Paul uh, I'm going to say draw. Draw, okay. And then the last game, Chungju at home to Ansan Police. Draw. Chungju are really Police. unpredictable sometimes, but I'm going to go Ansan, yeah. Ansan, Ansan, have, Ansan have been doing okay of late, um, so I'm going to go Ansan. So I'm going to go, by the end of this round of fixtures, Iran will no longer be in the top four. I think I think that would mean that Goyang have to win about seventeen nil. Race the nil. You will beat Suwon City seventeen nil. Goyang need to win twice, while Elan lose once and don't play once. Oh yeah, true. Because there's another round of another round of fixtures in the middle. It's almost made you made you look respectable there, Mark. Almost. It's not often, not often that Paul's saving you, is it? Where, where did that come from? 
Where did what come from? Why did you say it's because he's not been drinking? Right, that's isn't it? Yeah. So you see the difference it makes when you're at the end of the podcast? <laughs> so I'm going to throw you under the bus in a minute. <laughs> so, guys, are you going to games at the weekend? Uh, this weekend I'll be going to Songnam v Pohang. You expecting a win? Nope. One each. Paul, we're going to join you? I guess I, uh, I can muster the enthusiasm for it. But yeah, we're wearing green shorts today, so we better not wear them on Saturday, I would imagine. No, I won't. And he is wearing a Buriram shirt just to taunt you. Yeah, Buriram shirt and green shorts, although we did beat Buriram, so I'm not that bothered anymore. <laughs> and red shoes. Yeah, Paul is like gay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you coming out for me? <laughs> I am. I am, yes. I didn't know that before I told him I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I never told him I loved him. And you'll be going to Chungju as well? That's the plan, yes. I'll go to, to Chungju. I have to, get it, I have to get it ticked off for the 48 club, so I might as well go there. Um, you got to get it ticked off before it falls down. Exactly. Ticked off before it falls down. Um, is that it? Have we covered everything? We have done, yes. Just need a bit of music to play us out. So Paul, a completely uninteresting, dull, boring weekend of fixtures. Have you got something suitably depressing to play us out with? I have indeed. Take it away, Maestro. Oh, today I don't feel like doing anything. I just want